Hello there and welcome to this Christmas Talking Flutes Extra Edition with me, the fluting tooting geezer Jean-Paul Wright. The very seasonal introduction this week is courtesy of our dear friend Giovanni Perez. So should we indulge ourselves a bit more just to get ourselves more into the Christmas spirit? What a silly, silly question. Take it away, Giovanni. excited for the coming days and not only the Christmas cheer but also seeing family and friends and generally overindulging. So with today being Christmas Eve I thought I'd just pop a quick podcast up to wish all our listeners a very Merry Christmas and as we're not back with Talking Flutes and Talking Flutes Extra Pods until the middle of January to wish you all a very Happy New Year from me and Claire. It's been a fun year for us and one where we took the decisions to take our podcasting a little more seriously. And we did this by inviting Claire Southworth, Professor of Flute at the prestigious Royal Academy of Music in London, to become involved in developing our podcast channel. And her new structured pods have been a very welcome addition to, let's face it, my rather light-hearted take on all things fluty tooty. You see, our Talking Flutes podcast channel has always had a good profile and ranking in the five years. Yeah, I've been doing it five years on iTunes. However, we're delighted to now be able to link up to Spotify and other providers to reach a much wider audience. Now, let's talk about the audience for a sec. Why not? The audience analytics is an interesting question, as I've recently been asked how successful the Talking Flutes and Talking Flutes Extra Pods are. And I suppose, if I'm completely honest, I really don't know. I mean, what is classed as a successful podcast channel and a flute one at that? If it's determined by the feedback and interaction with our listeners, then I can presume that we are moderately successful as we get an average of 10 to 12 messages per podcast per week and almost always integrate feedback and ideas into future pods by either Claire or myself. If success, and bear with me for a moment, if success has a measurability determined by the number of downloads as a comparison, then 
I'm sure I'm not breaking any secrets here by telling you that the Talking Flutes channel has been downloaded over 144,000 times on the Podbean podcast site, that's the host podcast site, and streamed more than 854,000 times on other podcast feeds such as iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, etc. So I would imagine, running on the same lines, we are moderately successful as a podcast channel, but probably very successful as a flute channel. What I can therefore say is that in the last 12 months, we have been privileged to welcome you back each week to listen to Claire's informative pods and my lesser and sometimes rather daft flute episodes. And for that, we both send huge thanks. So what have we learnt these past 12 months? Well, Claire was exactly right when she decided to keep her Talking Flutes podcast to under 20 minutes, if at all possible. When I put the question out on our social media channels in November, and as you'll know by now, I am guilty as charged for doing podcasts between 35 to 45 minutes with the odd one, yeah, I know, the NFA convention this year being over an hour in length. So I was really interested in what our listeners thought. So I set the question as, how long should the ideal podcast be? And gave four options, 10 to 20 minutes, up to 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes, and finally, any length. With 1,076 responses in total to the simple social media question, the 10 to 20 minute podcast length preference of Claire's received 37% of the vote, so a clear winner. 30 to 40 minutes, 29%. Any length, 24%. With the 30 to 40 minutes lagging behind with 10%. So I doffed my hat to you all. Guilty as charged, my lord. And I'll try as hard as possible to keep my podcasts shorter in 2019. But of course, I can't really promise to keep them under 20 minutes, as a fit of giggles usually adds quite a few seconds during recording. And frankly... My immaturity probably dictates that time is distorted when I do TF Extra pods anyway. So please bear with me if I get the odd one slightly longer than the 20 minutes, which is the ideal length. Do you know, I don't think I can do one in 20 minutes, but I'll give it a go. One question which I have to answer before we close is from a Lucy Mannering from Henlow in Bedfordshire, who emailed flutepodcasts at gmail.com last week saying that she liked listening to the Talking Flutes podcast channel and was currently catching up with all our back episodes. Good luck, Lucy. had lots of them. Anyway, Lucy asks what we were doing over Christmas and whether we'll be practising or just eating and playing games. The truth for me, Lucy, is that I'll be spending time with my family and my grown-up kids who will be home for the next few days, which is wonderful. And of course, I'll be enjoying the festive food and also playing the obligatory board games. But as you ask, I'll let you into a secret and shh, this is just between me and you. I've put the fluty tooty tube away and I'm taking an elongated break from it until the new year. Now I can speak louder now. I'm sure my, do you know, I don't know why I was whispering, but I'm sure my neighbours will be pleased as well as the flute team downstairs at the TJ Flute HQ. And I'm therefore hoping to return to making lots of noises with renewed enthusiasm and vigour in early January. Do I recommend flute players taking a similar break? It's absolutely your own personal decision. If you're feeling a little stale or in a rut, then sometimes a short break can be useful. However, many players I know practice every single day and are only happy once they have done so. 
So please don't follow me and put your flute away and not practice until the new year. Do as you need. And if it makes you feel better to do some practice, even only short amounts over the festive period, then make sure you do. I did forward this question to Claire, who's been away in South Africa. As can be expected with Claire, she has come back immediately with an answer. And by the way, she is remarkably accessible to answer questions from anybody who asks, despite her very busy schedule. And Claire says, hi JP. Oh yeah, here we go. My run-up to Christmas is all about preparation for the arrival of family. So eating, drinking and making merry! Exclamation mark. Plus on Boxing Day, and for those of you outside of the UK, Boxing Day is 26th of December here. I start my annual huge jigsaw. Boxing Day is my time and I sit with large cups of tea doing my puzzle and no cooking. And no is in uppercase and then there is a double exclamation mark. So this is serious time for Claire. I then have a quiet week leading up to New Year and always feel refreshed and ready to go on January the 2nd. Brilliant. So there's your answer, Lucy. Yes, we'll be playing board games. Yes, we'll be eating. And yes, some of us will be practising. So as promised at the start of this podcast, I will keep it short and sweet. Yay! And finish our last Talking Flutes Extra Pod of 2018 by wishing you on behalf of myself, Jean-Paul Wright, Claire Southworth and all the team at Trevor James Flutes a very happy Christmas. Talking Flutes and Talking Flutes Extra, as mentioned, are taking a short break, but we will return with renewed energy with our weekly podcast starting on Monday the 14th of January. And the lineup is fantastic, so make sure you tune back in. Let's conclude this short Christmas podcast with some more festive cheer, this time from two times Latin Grammy nominated and now the recipient of an Emmy, Jose Valentino on his bass flute. But before I do so, let me finally wish you a Merry Christmas and may the coming new year and 2019 in general bring you good health, much love and great happiness, both musically and personally. Goodbye. Talking Flutes and Talking Flutes Extra are podcast productions by the Trevor James Flute Company. For more information, visit trevorjamesflutes.com.